Hello, welcome to LJ Audio Yoga. This is an exciting moment because this is the first yin class that I'm adding to this Spotify, not only Spotify, we're also on Apple and Google and Amazon, but so mainly Spotify. So this is the first yin class. This is a super duper relaxing class. Uh, we do just a handful of poses, including Halasana plow pose, happy baby pose, uh, a bunch of forward folds, and some heart openers here. This is a, like I said, it's a very relaxing class. You're most likely going to want a bolster and a block, maybe even two. If you don't have a bolster at home, which is completely normal, use pillows. Use as many pillows as you want to create the idea of a bolster. Yeah. I'm yawning. I, um, I'm yawning because this class is one of those classes that takes your nervous system, settles it, and allows you to process all the things that have happened. It happens specifically this class in Uluwatu at a place called The Space. I hope you enjoy. If you do, please make sure to share this class with everybody. And don't forget, I have an email newsletter called Sunday Scratch Missions. Join that. It's in the bio notes. That's it. Let me know how you like this class. Enjoy. The way that I'm starting this class, like this, this like way of communicating, like this like thoughtful, slow. This is the yin field. This, that's what I would call it. It's a field. And it's fascinating to me how the field shifts. I taught right before this a vinyasa class where it's fiery. It's a different version of myself. It's like, let's go. And we call it yin because yin is the feminine aspect of duality. So this is a perfect time, like literally starting when we're starting right now, it's a perfect time for this practice. We go from like that sunny Uluwatu, like that's like a yang kind of like sun coming down on you. That's a masculine feel. If you stay out in the sun, it'll burn you. And now as the sun's going down, there's this like cooling phase. It becomes a little bit more mild. The mild, what it does is it promotes this opportunity for us to pause and be reflective, both in our mind. I don't know why I point here, but both in our mind, in our hearts, and in our bodies. And the way that the mind reflects is kind of contemplation. It's like, ha, huh, you know, there's like this poetic feeling of, hmm. And the way that the heart and the way that the body reflects is through feeling. The heart is probably, I would say, a little bit more emotional. It feels that emotional flavor, the sadness. in a positive sense, the sadness. I don't mean to like make things like sad and dark right now, but in a positive sense, it's like that, it's like that, uh, that our favorite sad song that we just can't help but listen to. But in the body, it's a sense of feeling something that normally 
takes time and we don't have time for it, but really indulging in it. So there's like an indulgence in this class. That's what I'm offering in terms of a theme today. So as we start the class, I want to invite you to feel as much as you possibly can because the feeling, what it does is it lets us process the week, the day, the month, the year, and our lives. They're, this can be an emotional space. And if not for you, then possibly for somebody else. So just respecting that. Um, and also just like the space of learning how to slow the F down in our lives. This is something that all of us need. That's all I have to say for now. Throughout the class, it's very possible that I will make contact with my hands. So be aware that that might happen so it doesn't surprise you. And if you are not interested in that, just let me know somehow by just being like, <clears throat> like so, but try not to disturb the whole room while you do it. It doesn't have to be loud and you know what have you. Just like a, is enough. So what I'm going to invite you to do right now to start off the class is <clears throat> sit on your bolster. And as you sit on your bolster, I'll give you a couple of options. Take your right knee on top of your left knee. And if your left knee hurts, you can have the leg straight. But if it doesn't hurt, just go into this, like, this is called cow face or whatever. I say whatever because, like, what a silly name, cow face. And then from here, remember which knee is on top. See if you can bring the knees on top of each other without being too aggressive, without forcing yourself into it. And then you can take a block and you can slowly, you might even need to take two blocks, and you can slowly just come into a forward fold and take your hands forward. And with everything that I said right now, ultimately what this class is about is the down regulation of your nervous system. And you'll actually feel that. You'll experience that. And as you feel that and you experience that, it happens when you move from your mind, your left brain, your thinking, your analytic, your criticism, your judging, your attempt to understand something or explain something, into simply feeling it. You can't, you can't explain a feeling. You can try to. And that's where we're moving into. So take a deep inhale breath in through your nose, everybody. And a long breath out. These poses are held for three to five minutes, sometimes more, sometimes less.
See if you can release tension in your hands right now. Yeah, you'll notice that there are default tensions throughout your body that are default for a reason. And this is where this class is going to become super fascinating to you. Notice your breath right now. And notice your breathing patterns. Notice if you're having trouble just finding a comfort zone in this moment. There's no right or wrong at all. But what you'll notice is what we'll get into on the second side. Slowly from here, sit up. Take your time, don't rush. Slowly release your legs, change sides. A good way to do this, and I haven't said this already on the first side, but just make sure that now the opposite knee is behind the front knee. Remember, if there's any kind of knee pain, that bottom leg can be straightened. If the blocks aren't working for you, Marnie, the bolster is also an option. So what we're doing here is not trying to get this right. We're trying to limit everything into a space of completely being passive because through passivity, there's observation. Slowly forward fold. <laughs> nice. So the practice of yin is a practice of unwinding tension that lives. in your muscle tissue, also known as fascia. This tension that has accumulated in your fascia has accumulated as a protection mechanism through every felt sense experience. So every physical experience that you felt, every emotional experience that you felt, every felt sense experience. Your body does not want to get rid of this tension. And when I say your body, I'm talking about your left brain, Another way to refer to it is your ego. Your ego has developed this tension as a defense mechanism so you don't feel pain. You're probably thinking, but wait a second, right now in my left hip I'm feeling pain. This is the unraveling or the unwinding of unprocessed emotions, most likely, or unprocessed physical energy. The ego has hardened and then protected by creating 
distractions in the mind. The distractions a lot of times are going to your phone for social media or going to the fridge for food or going back to that lover who's toxic. Anything but to heal or anything but to become vulnerable. So that's why I invite you to breathe right now. And as you breathe, I invite you to experience the softening of that which has previously become hardened. Noticing where in your body is tension right now. It might be in your jaw. It might be in the palms of your hands or the soles of your feet. It might be in your tongue or in your eyes. It might be in the ambition of going deeper in a pose that's not about depth, but it's about release, which are different things. Slowly bring yourself up to seated by allowing for your spine to lift up. Take a deep breath in. Ah. Okay, so I invite you now to straighten your legs. This pose is called Upavishta. And you can broaden your legs, so spread them out. So in this pose, what I'm going to invite you to do is this is one bolster. And in this one bolster, you can just bring your elbows down and just lie down. If this feels like it's, it's too tight for you, you can do two, uh, two, two bolsters. Or you could also do like pillows if, or something like that. Um, if you only have one bolster, you can fold it. If you don't have bolsters or you want to go deeper, you can go with a block. Regardless of what you choose and what you do, allow for yourself to completely release tension. You'll notice that over time your body will give, and it won't happen all at the same time. It'll happen slowly. The fascia that we're working with is different than the muscles that we work with. Muscles, they tend to stretch pretty quickly. They tend to become flexible pretty fast. But fascia, it's more stubborn. It's quite rigid in that sense. It takes time to unwind. It asks us to breathe and connect consciously. So you might notice where your mind is and the kind of thoughts that come up in this process. We're going to stay here for four minutes. And as the thoughts come up, and as the breath deepens, you'll notice that there is a release of tension 
that happens as you unwind or resolve issues in your mind slash your body. Or maybe not. Maybe you're holding on. Maybe your ego is so determined that you're just going to struggle for the next four minutes. That's also normal. Or for the next hour. That's completely normal too. This isn't a pose about getting anywhere or it's not a practice about the outcome. It's a practice of ob observing and through observation finding out. And that's where you're at right now, finding out. So my invitation for you is to find out by breathing deeper. Find out by breathing deeper. Whenever pain comes up or some kind of sensation that your mind starts to label as pain or as I need to get out of here, my invitation to you before you exit the pose is to become, through your breath, in dialogue with the sensation. And you can ask the sensation, hey, what are you, what are you here to show me? What story are you here to bring up? It might be a story from your surf, it might be a story from your childhood. I also want to say if like some of the things that I'm saying to you are too woo-woo and you're like, yo, bro, I'm just here to stretch after a long day of surfing, it's completely cool. Like you, that is an option and, it, and I ask for your permission to continue speaking and also give you permission to completely ignore the things that I say. Continue breathing. Notice the thoughts that are coming up. And without latching onto them, maybe bring yourself back to your breath sense. But notice the thoughts. Take inventory of them. Notice the things that you notice. As we explain to the left brain or to the ego that what we're doing is for our own good, it also starts to soften. 
Slowly come up to seated. That was the four minute timer. Cross your legs. There will be an extended experience of blood flow through your legs. There will also be an extended series of electricity from your pelvis all the way to your heels after that pose. It's just the subtle energy through your legs after the stretching of your fascia. Take note of which leg is in front and slowly from here come into a forward fold with the legs crossed. Palms facing up. So a series of forward folds to start off the class. series of opportunities for us to become aware of how the thigh bones at the head of the thigh bones connect to the pelvis through the hip socket, which connects us directly to parts of our body that in many senses socially we consider as taboo the pelvis, the root chakra area, the sex chakra area, or the sacral chakra area, where we digest food, where we feel pleasure, where we feel creativity, where we procreate from. So I invite you as this topic is brought up to soften the tension between your thighs, the inner thighs, the lower abdomen, the rectum, the perineum, and just breathe into that space. See if you, through your breath you can release tension. From the back of your head, the lower neck, between your shoulder blades, to your lower back and all the way to the space between your sits bones is your spine. And I invite you just to be aware of this part of your body through feeling sense. And as you become part of this body through felt sense, I invite you to also consciously give a permission to this part of the body to release tension. The muscle tissue from the pelvis all the way to the head is so important in terms of the entire webbing of our body. These are insertion points of our muscle tissue, the lower back and the Low, the back of the neck and the head. So if you can soften there, you'll feel how it makes a difference all the way to the tips of your toes, fingers, and throughout the body. Slowly from here, bring yourself up to seated. 
Take a deep inhale breath in through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. <sighs> Just notice how the sigh creates a sensation. Let's do that one more time to try that one more time. Full breath in. <sighs> and then from here, what I invite you to do is to change the cross of your legs. And once the cross of your legs has been changed to the alternate side, forward fold, come all the way down. The first few poses that we've started with are fairly passive. This practice can definitely become more intense. Maybe you're experiencing intensity in your body right now. But these are fairly passive. And the reason I say that is it's kind of like a soft entry point into just feeling your body. And if you're noticing fidgetiness or energy that you need to get out, that like sitting still is a challenge, just know that Your practice is both breathing and using your breath as a flashlight in the darkness to help through the observation. Notice what you're noticing right now. So what train of thought or train of sensation you've gone down. And I invite you to completely release, completely release tension. completely even release, and this is an invitation, this identification with the body, seeing if you can like kind of just like observe. It might be challenging to do so, but imagine you take a step away and watch the sensation.
Use your breath. Ah, use your breath. Good. And slowly sit yourself up in your own time. Nicely done, everybody. Really good. So this next part is kind of like the bridge towards intensity. What I'll invite you to do is take a bolster. We're going to actually start going from forward folds into something that's more heart opening and also pelvis opening. So we'll take a bolster and place the end of one bolster to your lower back. You'll take a block and you'll place both feet on the block, the knife edge of your feet on the block. Your knees are bent in this diamond-like shape. And we're going to come into what's called supported supta baddha konasana. So your entire spine, including your head, is lying on the bolster while your feet are on the block, slightly raised, and you're allowing for your knees to open up. If this feels too passive for you, and you want something that's a little bit spicier, bring the block closer to your pelvis and bring the feet onto the closer block. From here, palms face up and just breathe. It's just a little bit spicier, depending on the composition of your life experience. Pelvis can be super open for some of us, and simultaneously the pelvis can be super tight for some of us. So as I start making my way throughout the room, I invite you to notice the relationship between your pelvis and your jaw. And it might not be something that's obvious right away. fascia body, so this webbing that we're bringing our attention to. I called it stubborn in the opening of class. Kind of like the ego can be stubborn, right? But stubborn is only in relationship to. So the fascia is stubborn in relationship to the muscles. The ego is only stubborn in the relationship to our dreams, to our courage. 
the reason I bring that up is the fascia, like the ego, pulsates. When it's healthy, it pulsates. It has a sense of respiration. It breathes. So even as it might be more stubborn than something else, it's still very much alive. And when it's alive, it's malleable. It's open. And you might actually get to feel that if you're not forcing it. You might notice how the back of your neck is both tractioning and contracting. You might notice how the inner thighs are both lengthening from the joint to the knee and simultaneously or sequentially going back towards the pelvis. So we're turning on this, this capacity we have to be a pulsing, floating version of ourselves. Which will affect our entire system. Slowly from here, I invite you to roll off of your bolster and off of your block. And just for a few moments, and there's no rush to do this, return into the same shape, but now without the assistance of the props. Contrast, yeah? Inhale, breath in. <sighs> so this next pose is called happy baby, and it can, it can carry a little bit of intensity to it, especially when held for a, a prolonged period of time. So it's important that you prepare internally just to know that the intensity is valuable. Bend both knees, please. Hold the inside edges 
Actually, take your arms inside your knees and then take your hands and hold the inside of your heels. The inside of your heels. No, so hands, let's say that again. Arms inside your knees. You got it. And then from here, hold the inside of your feet. Yeah. Inside of your feet. So not your ankles, your feet, your heels. That's the outside, the inside. Marnie. <laughs> now, with your hands, bring your heels on top of your knees. Alda, you're holding the outside, so hold the inside. Yeah, now you're holding the outside again. The inside of your heels. You got it, nice. Now take your heels on top of your knees. More, move your legs, like actually move them. You got it. Now, stay here, everybody. Full breath in. Exhale out your mouth and soften just your shoulders. <sighs> yeah, good. This is really good, everyone. Full breath in. <sighs> Notice the conversation your mind is having with yourself. Notice the opinions and the ideas that your mind has started to create. So notice the sensations that are moving through you. And if the sensations were saying something to you right now, if they, had, if they were having a conversation with you. It's funny though, it's like, what, what? Like the sensations talking to me? Like what kind of crazy like idea is that? Just listen. Notice the own, your own insights, your own thoughts, your own train of thought. Notice the tangents your mind goes on and bring yourself back to the moment through breath. Notice how your breath is this tool that in a space of struggle can turn suffering into ecstasy, possibly. Possibly.
Notice the quality of your breath. Notice the quality of, of the relationship that you're having with yourself, even in Nika. <laughs> Whoops. The conversation that you're having with yourself. There's enough time for you to really experience the depth of this. And there's also enough time for you to understand that ambition isn't going to create success in this pose. So can you commit to yourself and to the feeling and to the examination and to the observation? Can you commit? For the last 10 seconds, can you stay here where you are right now? Just for 10 more seconds. Take a deep inhale breath in, everybody. Deep inhale breath in. Exhale breath out. Ha. Ah. One more time, full breath in, full breath in. Ha. Yeah, what happens if the third time you actually sigh, you make a sound, full breath in. Ha. Good, slowly release everyone. Just understand that your voice is also a tool in case you need to use it. can straighten your legs if that feels good. That was a commitment. You stayed in that pose for five minutes. There was a commitment to observation there. So I'm going to invite you now to come into a pose. I'll give you two options. One pose is called halasana or plow pose. So bring your legs together. Take your arms by your sides. And so this is the first version of it. It's the more advanced version or like the more challenging version. You'll take your legs up and then over your head. So if you can bring your feet behind your head, perfect. Not like. Yeah. Now, if this doesn't work for you, another option is just to bring the bolster under your hips and just have your legs vertical up. And that would be a different version that would be still beneficial, not as intense on the fascia lines, on the muscles, and also it's not as claustrophobic. So those are the two options. Wherever you are in this, I invite you to release tension even in your hands. Yeah, if you can. I understand that for balance you might be using it. 
Maybe over time you don't need it. Yeah. We'll be here for less time than we were in the last post. It might serve you, it might feel good to widen the legs a little bit. Yeah. This is a really good pose to create space in the lower back. It's a really good pose to bring awareness and energy and observation to the lower back, the sacrum. The sacrum is an energetic center. We call it like I, I, we call it the sacral chakra or swatisthana, the orange shape right behind the lower abdomen all the way to the space between the both, both of the right and left half of the pelvis, the two halves of the pelvis. Yoga philosophy, yoga tradition says that the kundalini, the energy serpent, is born in the sacrum. So from here all the way to the head, you're going to get a real sense of awakening. Um, my invitation to you is move your chin away from your chest so that the front of your throat, even in this position, is open and the back of your neck can start arching so it's not pushed flat onto the ground. notice if there's a part of you that really wants to get this right and just notice there's not there's not a right or wrong to that we're just trying to notice like our default modes like our default modes are conditionings they're part of the ego's devices which can be super helpful super efficient and at the same time, it might keep us from what we really are looking to find out about ourselves, like that deep healing, that deep peace. And I don't think that you'll lose the efficiency by going deeper and by releasing default modes. You'll probably just find peace within the efficiency. We have access. It's better, to be pro it's better to have access and to make choice than to be programmed, I think. That's what I offer you to at least reflect upon. Slowly release from halasana or from dandasana. Just chill. Take a moment to just integrate what just happened.
After a class like this, you want to spend some time integrating. You want to not like jump back onto your cell phone. You want to not jump back into a, a conversation about politics. When we're unwinding stuff, we're also creating neuroplasticity. The mind, the brain becomes malleable and Jumping into old patterns basically takes us out of the new possibilities. So it's just an invitation for you to be aware of. This is a perfect practice for a Sunday night. If you want your Monday morning to be a fresh start, not only to the day, but to the week, to the year, to the life. Take a slow inhale breath in, everyone. Long breath out. So what I invite you to do right now is come into a twist. And the way that I invite you to do that is you can have a bolster nearby. Bend your right knee into your chest. And as you pull your right knee into your chest, slowly take the right leg towards the left side. So it's kind of like you can use either a block for your head, a bolster for your head, and, the bol so, or, and then you also take the knee on top of the bolster. So the twisted knee, the right knee is on a bolster. And it's kind of like you're like spooning a teddy bear, for, so to speak. And just find like a space of comfort here. Spooning a teddy bear. <laughs> oh, the things yoga teachers say. And just find yourself in a space of comfort. Now, this is version one. It's a super like cozy. If you want a version that's going to give you an opening of the heart and be a little bit less cozy and a little bit more intense, the option is to take that top arm, the right arm, and open it up towards the left side. And this will also create a decompression of your lower back. It's an option. Staying in either pose is perfect. Notice your jaw or your tongue. Like notice parts of your body that have nothing to do with this pose 
and might be on default mode, tension mode. How's your breathing, guys? Are you noticing that right now? Or have you gone somewhere else? Where have you gone? Take a deep breath in. Ah. Slowly come back onto your back. Slowly change sides with no rush. There is no rush. Integration from one side to another is relevant, so there is no reason to rush. Once you've set it up, you have the option of opening up the left arm.
Slowly return onto your back. Take your bolster, bring it under your knees. Separate your hands so they're palms open. Some of you have cushioning under your heads. Make sure if that's the case that the front of your throat is open and the back of your neck is arched so there's no, you're not flattening, but if that's what works for you, that's awesome. You can work with that, there's no problem. Just make sure that the shape of your cervical spine is allowing for relaxation. Scan your body for any residual tension. And as you may locate it, I invite you to give it permission to dissolve. Take a deep inhale breath in for the count of four, three, two, one. Exhale for a count of eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale for a four, Three, two, one. As you exhale for an eight count, seven, soften and melt the ankles. Five, four, three, two, one. Inhaling for a four count. Exhaling and allow for the knees to melt and dissolve into the bolster as they start to become 
super deeply relaxed. Inhaling for a four count. And exhale for an eight count. And as you exhale for an eight count, let the pelvis become soft and relaxed and disintegrate, dissolve. Inhaling for four, three, two, one. And as you exhale for eight, give permission for the sacrum and your lower back to completely go and relax. Let go of that shape as you observe. Inhaling for four. Three, two, one. As you exhale, allow for the shoulders. to soften. Inhaling for four. Three, two, can you release the eyes and the brow line just above the eyes? Inhaling for four, exhaling back of neck melts, back of head.
Inhale for four. Exhaling, jaw, jaw, melts. Observing the tide of subtle energy moving through your body.
take a deep inhale breath in. Create a pathway, an invitation for your mind to return to your body. I invite you to start moving your fingers and toes. Slowly extend your arms all the way up and over your head. And bring yourself into a seated position so we can close class. <sighs> Welcome back. Cross your legs, fold your hands at the center of your chest, please. Bow your head to your heart. I honor you and I thank you for being part of this practice. Thank you so much for joining. I invite you to take your time, not to rush out of here, not to rush back into patternings or behavior that is normal every other day. Take your time, reflect, listen, breathe. Thank you so much. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. My name is LJ. I have an email list I put here. I have my Instagram and I have flyers. I do one-on-one -on -one work is for people who want to connect their body and their mind. It's deep two-hour sessions which allow your body to like free up, especially if you're like in yoga or in surf or something where you're looking and there's like something that you just can't figure out why it's not healing. Or if there's an issue that you just can't figure out in here that it's just not like, <clears throat> anyhow. If you have any questions, let me know. Thank you so much. Good night. I'm here um, Sundays, 4 p.m. Vinyasa, 6 p.m. Yen. Otherwise, I live in 